give them nothing, but take from them everything. And welcome back to the Metal Hand of God podcast. I am your host, Wayne. And with me, as always, is the forever flatulent. (laughs) That's right. And we have a very awesome dude finally coming back on the show. It's been forever since he's been on. Jesus. Damn, Ted. Ted, when was the last time, man? It's been for, what? Like, at least. It has. It's been. It's been and, forever, and, and you dude. You don't age, dude. You look exactly the same. <laughs> How well, is that possible? Go it. it's, it's actually pretty pretty easy. It's you bathe, bathe in virgin blood. Okay, okay. Let me wait. Let me write it down. Virgin, it any, any, anyone will do. Okay. <laughs> as long as it's just blood. Yeah, it's, pretty much is. Yeah, as long as it's just blood. Homeless blood is also uh, the blood of a homeless person is really good. If they have a <laughs> mental disorder, it's even better. Because, you know, it's the sympathy level rises up. It's like, oh, man, he did it. But, but they don't person. have good nutrition. Is it is that, uh, like a – can you get scurvy? No, no, this that? isn't like scurvy. Shit. Like if I drink a drunk person's blood, then I get drunk oh. too. It doesn't work like that. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. okay. Oh. Well, that's – you know, back in my day when I used to drink blood, it was a completely different <laughs> thing in bathing. It was – you know, there yeah, were different it, It's true. Like I can, I can bathe in hepatitis C blood. As long as I don't like scrub it over any open wounds or anything like ah, that. Okay. Oh, gotcha. Jeez. Wow. Well, but you wouldn't want to do that now because COVID. Wait, what? No, you you don't want to you don't want to catch the COVID either. You so. can't catch what's it COVID? from what's, blood. What's COVID? You don't know what COVID is? <laughs> no. Oh, it's this whole thing. It's with, a new uh, trend. It's a new trend it's, going it's, on yeah. right now. Is this yeah, is it something doing... cool kids are do? Because uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. But these Twitchers came up with it, and you know it was one of those things. This motherfucker said Twitcher, like it's a fucking <laughs> as, as opposed to a tweaker. Right, right. Totally um, different. Totally, so totally different. if anybody is wondering who this gentleman is, his name is Ted Wally, and he is one of the best dudes we know. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, dude, welcome back. Seriously, man, it's Thanks, been it's yeah. been way too fucking long, bro. I mean, you know how how's things been with you? Seriously, on 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 a oh, on a geez. real note, man, how's things been Grace. going? On a real note, I do know what COVID is. Well, I, yeah, I, well, yeah, <laughs> that's good. So, uh, so yeah, but you know, uh, no, just freaking nuts. Just uh, as always, it, it's like, how could I get any? any busier and i'm at home all day right <laughs> like how is that well, even you... possible it's like you always say you always make the jokes like oh if i could just squeeze in a couple more hours in each day it's like somehow that's happened <laughs> it's like i've gotten more shit to do i mean granted it's you know aside from the book it's like all pain stuff but you know right right so, it's, you still teach too right yeah, still teach. So yeah, that was a an absolute pleasure having to redo, you know, courses that were only taught face to face, like drawing classes, and having to do those now completely online. Wow. That's yeah, that was, that was fun. Uh, it, no, wait, that was the opposite of fun. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, 
It's that was the opposite fun. That's like Tim Lottie's sex life. Right, uh, exactly. I was thinking the same thing. See? We're, see? We're, same wavelength there, man. Same wavelength. Poor Tim. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but no, man. It's okay. No, it's, I, I love Tim's sex life. It's, you know, it's it, it is fun to me. It, it's, Not it's, as funny as Travis emails, but. Right, right. Two different, <laughs> two different levels of funny there. So, you know. Oh, man. But uh, no, working on the teaching stuff, uh, working on the book. Uh, some stuff that I was working on for a couple of different movie things are on hold. Well, yeah, because no, uh, no one's fucking working in the movie industry right now. Well, they're slowly getting back to work. But uh, what's happened is that, yeah, man, it's just, it's, I'm uh, don't get me wrong. I love the industry and stuff like that and know a lot of cool people. You guys know a lot of cool people as well. And it's just, it's like, it's so, it's amazing how they ever get anything made. Yeah, it just seems absolutely. Like it's so freaking fluid and could change at a moment's notice with the magic words "I have notes." Yeah, or the magic words of "so and so is no longer attached to this project." So, uh, so yeah, that's what happens is that you know <laughs> someone brings me on board and they start lining everything up and everything's great well enough that they say, "Okay, we're gonna start getting sketches done," and then. COVID hit, and then now this director isn't attached to the project, so the project's on hold, and so they got to get find a new one, and the new one gets in, and he may not like anything that's been done previously, so it, it's just crazy. That's some good that times, is, man. I, I, I still get paid. In that so, oh, you, you know, well, as long as you get I'd paid, like man, it that's to good. continue on the project. Right, right, right. Absolutely. But, uh, it's a so, fucking yeah, I've done, like, a bunch of concept <laughs> sketches. I was like, <laughs> Well, am I? Can I show these to people? Or it's a no, 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 no. Hold on, because we're still might. It still might work out, and so if it works out, you're still under the NDA. But uh, if it doesn't work out, we'll let you know, and then you can share them to to your heart's content. So, You'd be uh, like, yeah, you, I was working on this thing once when they <laughs> and they and they told me no, <laughs> and then they said hold on, and then they said okay, and then it went no, and so fuck it, here you go, guys, here they are. Yeah, it's so. Uh, so yeah, yeah, I did these sketches for for a fairly it's a fairly big movie, right? And uh, yeah, it's, and uh, I can't say <laughs> and, what and the he, name is. And this I is exactly say. as much as he can tell you. It's a fairly that's big movie, and, and that's uh, it. All I know is I did this. I did the initial. I did initial sketches, and. Um, I, I slipped into old habits when I did them, and I did them. I we wanted to render them a certain way, and I rendered them in uh, a muscle memory way. And the minute I hit send, I was just like, "Man, I was on the phone. I was just like, look, I totally sent you some fucked up sketches. Let me take another stab at it.' <laughs> like, and they and they looked at them. They're like, "No, these are great, but yeah, we told yeah, we need you to do it the way we 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 talked about." And so I was like, "I can crank it out in, in twelve hours." And so I did and sent it back to them. They're like, that's it. That's what we're looking for. Nice. So they showed it to the director and the director's like, yes, this is totally great. I totally get this. So yeah, let's do that. And then uh, COVID hit and, and and all the messages were, well, you know, got to wait and see how things are going to work out with all this stuff. <laughs> the last message I got was, uh, well, actually not the last message I got, but uh, I got a message is like, uh, okay, this director's left the project. And I was like, okay. Okay, that means what I think it means. They're like, well, it means we got to pitch 
all the lookbooks to the new director and and that's if the new director wants to work with us and uh so we'll just keep it keep you posted and then they're like yeah the new director likes our stuff and wants to work with us but he's got new ideas that he wants us to kind of play around with so we'll let you know if you need to sketch anything and uh then that director is no longer on the god now now when those when those uh companies give you a you know come to you and they they ask you to do this those lookbooks what what is a lookbook is it just like a sampling what it is is um all right so you guys know freddie yeah yeah freddie yes. okay so he's the one that schooled me on what a lookbook is he showed me when i was working with him on point blank he showed me his lookbook what a lookbook is is it's that they take that uh like what freddie does freddie gets a script he reads the script and then he starts getting ideas for the scenes how the characters should dress. He's a production designer. Right. And okay. so uh, he gets all that kind of stuff. And so what he does is he starts scouring the internet. He scours the library and he starts making these copies of everything. And um, Back at he you, starts Ted. making copies of everything and he starts <laughs> putting them in order of the script to show you this is what he thinks the characters should look, this character should look like. Okay. This is what he thinks this scene should look like and he and he shows and it's a lot of images is what it is uh visual representations of what sets should look like buildings should look like what characters should dress like um all that stuff everything that we visually see you know that's what he pitches and um that's what he says this is what you know the movie should look like and then the director and he will talk it all out uh, make changes if they have to make changes, and then he gets the green light, and then he starts working with um, um, pre-production shop shooting and stuff like that. He starts getting sets built. Um, he hands his notes off to you know costume designers, special effects people. They start working on stuff. But uh, yeah, lookbook is basically a visual representation of how uh, the production designer sees the movie. And oh, then wow. he collaborates with the director and producers, and then they start na- nailing down stuff. Uh, yeah, and then they that's start really cool. Production based off of that book. That's amazing, and that gives you a. I think it would be when they just come to you with the idea, and you can visualize it. You're really creating that first glimpse that the director could yeah. actually see the world. Yeah, the world that, that he's trying to put like. out. Yeah, yeah, the world. Yeah. That's fucking like, cool. Like, you know, if he pictures um, Larry, so we'll use Point Blank again, when they had the fight in the car uh, car wash scene, yeah, mm-hmm. Freddie was picturing this whole, like, 1980s, you know, black rain. It's a fight. There's water spraying all over the place. There's neon lights. You know, he wanted this fight scene, like a rain fight scene with all this neon okay. lights stuff. And so that's what he was posting up. He was putting in his lookbook all these shots of the fight scenes from, um, I want to say it was, um, Kurt, no, Michael Douglas. <laughs> Michael uh, Douglas, yeah. Yeah, in Black Rain and stuff like that. And so he's had all these 80 noir fight scenes and neon shots in rain uh, with neon backgrounds and stuff. And, and that's what he was explaining that he saw uh, for that shot in the movie. But he was like, the script also said that the fight took place in a car wash. So that's all this writer said was just like, it's this badass fight scene in a car wash while the car wash is moving. And so Freddie came up with the look of the old outer space, 
retro, you know, car wash that's in disrepair and stuff like that. He photographed these car washes that he's like, yeah, this is, looks is what I see that the car wash physically looks like. And uh, then they their set decorators would go in and then change the car wash to look like, you know, what he envisions, what oh, the so script cool. tells him. Absolutely cool. That is awesome. It's you amazing. live in an amazing world. Yeah, and all I get is uh, I usually get a script, and um, they usually in the past they, they like trusted me with the whole scripts and stuff like that, and that's typically when I sign the NDA. Even though I haven't drawn a lick yet, that's when I sign it. Huh. And uh, and they usually tell me this is the scene we want you to do the sketches for, and just read the scene and tell us what you see. And then I'll tell them, I was like, yeah, this is what I see. And they'll be like, oh, fantastic. We That's kind of what we see, too. And then Freddie or whoever will start sharing their lookbooks with me. And, my, and so I get a little more ideas like, oh, OK, I kind of see. Then we have a talk, you know, and uh, either on phone or Zoom or whatever and start hammering out what the ideas are going to be and kind of refining it. And then I'll do some concept sketches send it to them and they'll be like, oh, yeah, that's great. Move this over here. Or they'll tell me, this is what the color palette of that scene is. Can you do like a quick color palette sketch on top of your sketch? And like, oh, yeah. And so I just kind of do some quick colors on it. And uh, and then they'll say, oh, yeah, that's kind of great. And you know, it just kind of collaborates from there back and forth. And then we figure it all out. And then they'll say, okay, let's start moving to final sketches. So... Um, so the last one that I was working on was um, for a was a pretty pretty big author, pretty big movie, and uh, I was able to. Again, they said, "Hey, this is um, what we're doing for it," and they he's like, "Yeah, this is the vision that I have for this." And I was like, "I actually can totally see that." Sent me some samples from his lookbook, and I was like, "Okay, yeah, I can sketch it in that kind of style too." And, uh, and then I brought stuff. I was like, wait, from the book, it actually said this. I haven't read the script yet. Are they follow how, how much are they following it to the book? And when I brought up notes, he's just like, oh, yeah, that's, that's right. Yeah, that's totally right. And change, change the, your, uh, my notes to match what you just said. And alter the sketch a little bit more and then present it. And I was like, I totally mm. fucked that sketch up. Let me try it again. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, without, without telling us anything about what you're working on, is... Uh, in that particular project, is this an older book that they're planning on making a movie out of? Or if this was a book. It's an older book, and it was made into a movie, and then they're remaking the movie. Oh, so okay. Oh, okay. The book. Wow. The, the original movie. The original movie version wasn't a lot like the book. They took a lot of liberties with it, and so they are redoing it more like the book. Oh, that's cool. Now. I'm going. I'm not going to say my guess on what it is, but if right I because there's say, got a laser pointed at me from space right now. I yeah, I, I can see armed it on your by, shoulder right now. Armed by Jewish men. That's right. <laughs> the uh, like we know we know this motherfucker <laughs> isn't Jewish, so we got no problem. We're we're gonna shoot right you. Now. Would this be a book that major comic book people would be familiar with? Oh, yeah. Mm, okay. okay. That's all I need to know. I know uh, which one it is. It would also be a book. It's also a book that 
non-comic people, uh, comic book people would be familiar with because it was a very successful movie when it first came out and a right, very successful book. Yeah. And when yes. I say book, I mean novel. It was a novel. Right. Okay. Cool. I have, a, I have a pretty good idea what it is. I'm smiling right now because I, I kind of heard a buzz about something, but I wasn't sure. If I, I, I'm probably wrong, but I'm going to go with I'm yeah, I'm right. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking that feeling, of books. That feeling I have in my stomach right now, it's because I'm right. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's, exactly. That's what it is. I'm doing my happy dance because I know. Um, yeah, so, as, again, I didn't know anything about what the, what they, I mean, they kind of outlined what they wanted me to sketch. Right. And then when, uh, and they were like, yeah, so here, read the script. And when I read the script, I was like, holy fuck, you're kidding me. I get to do work on this. <laughs> That's cool. And, That's cool. Uh, yeah. So they appreciated my enthusiasm. They're like, they're like, really? So you really, I was like, dude, this is so. Uh, look, man, it, it's, it's friggin' cool that you say that. You know, we had recently, we had, uh, Paul T. Taylor on. He's the guy who, yeah. took, he's the guy who took over for, um, uh, Doug Bradley for Pinhead. And, yeah. In in his story, he was telling us he was like, yeah, you know, my uh, my agent or whatever, you know, said, hey, look, I want you to read for this, and he's like, okay, so he went over there and and he sat down and I forget what it was called, like the guy was called the salesman or or something in the in the in the the blanket script, you know, nobody was supposed to know who they were reading for, right, and yeah. uh, he sits down and he says he he gets ready to read it and he looks down at it and he goes. Huh, I have such sights to see you. Huh. I'm reading for fucking Pinhead, dude. This is crazy. Exactly. He's exactly. like, wait a minute. Wait a minute. This is He said he was like, holy shit, <laughs> you know? So obviously yeah, he na- I, obviously he nailed it. So he got the part. Exactly. Yeah. And so when, uh when I read it, um I yeah, so you the titles on the fucking script. <laughs> and so yeah, I was just like, holy shit, are you guys fucking kidding me? This is what... And so I had to crank out my sketches uh, really quick. And uh, so I had to jump to the scene that uh, they sent me. Right, and, right, right. And uh, when everything was working out, we're like, okay, yeah, this this looks like... You, you look like our guy for this. And I was like, okay, can I go ahead and read the rest of the script now? And right. Like, oh, fuck, yeah. That's awesome, That's, dude. That like, is you didn't, super You didn't cool. read it to begin with? I was like, well, no, I wanted to crank this out to you guys because I didn't want y'all to wait for it. <laughs> so I didn't want yeah, to yeah, take yeah, the yeah. time to read out the script. So, yeah, I went out and laid out in the hammock and read the script. Nah, dude, that's when you can cool. When you can be uh, part of a project uh, that, that you are passionate about already, it, it makes it twice as sweet, I think. It really does. I mean, when I did the Point Blank thing... Um, I was familiar with the French film that they were basing it off. I was going to say that was an original. That was a, a what? Sixty seven was the first movie. I want to say. No, 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 no. Um, wait, actually, yes, you are right. Was sixty seven? Uh, okay. It was originally in like sixty seven, and then the uh, and then they remade it on Netflix. Ironically. Oh, really? That, okay. Uh, coincidentally enough, that uh, but it was a French film and it was made in like twenty fourteen or something like that. Oh no shit! I didn't. I didn't know that. No okay. shit. Yeah, and. Uh, um, that's the one that they did the Joe Lynch kind of was looking at more ah, than gotcha. uh, the original one. Gotcha. And, uh, so yeah, it's like when I was reading, I was like, wait a minute, I know this movie. And the whole thing that they came up cause I worked with Freddie on that one. He was just like, look, here's the scene I need you to do illustrations for. It's about 30 illustrations you got to do. 
and uh, just read the scene and tell me what you think. But it's about 30 windows that we got to put artwork on. And, uh, and he was like, you know, it's in this car wash. This is what the car wash looks like. It's like back in its day, it was a really popular car wash. And it was all this retro space stuff on it. And now it's kind of like run down. The, the kid inherited it and he's just let it kind of go. What do you think should be on these windows? Oh, that's cool. Like, all right. So I took a uh, read through it and he called me about two days later. He's just like, all right, what do you see? And I was just like, each window is a major plot point in the film. Just it's got this retro art style to it. And uh, so if someone wants to sit there and pause and watch every one of it, every scene in that fight scene movie, you'll see the whole movie's told out start <laughs> to finish. That's awesome, dude. On that window. On that's very windows. That's very cool. Yeah, it's just like space characters. And, right. And, uh, when I told Freddie, Freddie was just like, this is why I like fucking working with you, man. He's like, you, he's like, I talked to Joe about this and Joe was like, you're no way, man. That's just, no one's going to pick up on that. And he's like, I know a guy and I read it and he's just like, I, this is why I like working with you. Cause you know what it's playing out to be. That's good. And, you made uh, an so, Easter egg for a movie. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. That's, and, that's, uh, that's very why cool. I was really excited. It was like, not only did I get it and I was into it, but, uh, we were doubly into it because it was this Easter egg that we created. Now, so, now, uh, now I got to go back and watch this film and and, and, <laughs> and fucking just like, so I can look at the fucking uh, Easter egg. <laughs> yeah, and uh, so yeah, it's a, it's a, it's, a, it's a, when you're when you're really into it. Um, like I wasn't into the NCIS thing because I they just bought some of my artwork and blew it up poster size and put it in there, and then they wanted oh. cutting the scene. Are you serious? Oh well, hey, look as long as you get paid. I still got paid. Yeah, so, that's, uh, that's fine. You know, I mean, hey, they bought it, they got it, they used it what they wanted to use it for, and they didn't use it, so that's fine. Yeah, uh, yeah. you'll you'll I, see it again in another episode. Yeah, well, uh, yeah, because the character, because I don't watch the show, but they sent me the script. Yeah, and uh, the character that's in a wheelchair. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, he turns out to be like he's like a huge nerd, like huge Comic Con nerd and stuff like that. Yes. And so there was this uh, episode where, like, he's kidnapped or something. Oh, okay. But yes. they go into his house for the first time or his apartment or whatever, and they're supposed to see all this nerd posters on his wall and original comic pages and stuff like that, and that's when they realize he's, like, this big comic book nerd. And uh, they shot it all, and then I don't think they used any of it. <laughs> um, but, yeah, it may show up in another in another episode when they want to show Go into his apartment again. Nerd. Yeah, that's yeah. cool. That was the um I can't remember the guy's name like the original actor but he's actually in a wheelchair in real yeah, li- yeah. in real life cuz in a motorcycle accident. Right, 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 right. And I... he was the uh he was the actor from um Galaxy Quest. Yes. The, yeah. The kid, the kid. Pedal to the metal. Yeah, that's that's exactly right. Yeah, I was thinking yeah. the same thing. I fucking love that movie by the way. <laughs> <laughs> I you know what? I never put that together. That was him in that. Yeah. Yeah, that's something. Man, that, I tell you what, dude, Galaxy Quest is incredible. Like, I don't care. They, did you see? Did you ever watch the documentary on it, Ted? Yeah, isn't it so good? It, it was. It's like I thought I couldn't like that movie any better. Well, actually, <laughs> I still stand by. If they were, if they just, if someone just opened up their wallets, they, that thing could have been a huge success. If someone opened up their wallets and got the Star Trek cast to do it. Oh yeah, hundred percent. It would have been fucking hysterical. That would have made. I mean, don't get me wrong. I love 
the movie as it is, but man, could you imagine if it was William Shatner and Leonard Nimoy and oh, everybody? Dude, oh. if it was those guys making fun of themselves like that, yeah. oh shit, dude. How fucking, exactly, how fucking hysterical would it have been if it were them making fun of themselves? Uh, but Making guys... fun of their beefs that they actually had with one <laughs> Right, right. But those guys are so pompous, well, they were anyway. Uh, yeah, you yeah know. Just, I still think they could have... You know, actually, um, my brother, when I talked to him about it, he's like, yeah, I didn't think Paramount. Paramount's like Jim is Star Trek. So at the time, they really anal about how you get to use it. Hey, they still are today. Yeah. You know, wanting to sue people that like make homages on YouTube. Oh, man, they or... tried. They tried to. Uh, we got We got a. Uh, what was it? A cease and desist or not a cease and desist, but a. Uh... Uh, you can't post this on our, our, te- our cease and desist. <laughs> on our... It's completely different. Well, no, 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 no. We didn't get the actual letter. I got an email saying that I sh- I can't use this artwork that we had done because uh, Vernon Smith did a uh, um, a uh, Next Generation's logo for us, and it it says M H O G podcast, and it looks like that, and it had um, instead of the um, it, it had the spaceship, you know, the, right. the, the Enterprise. It had the, the inter- was too close. It had the Enterprise, but the Enterprise, the bottom of it was our logo, and it had right. you know like that. But they uh, we put it on our T public site, and they wouldn't let us use it. They're like, nope, you guys can't sell that because there's enough tributes to Star Trek on here. And I was like, how do they measure yeah, enough? I was like, whatever. That's true. I don't know. How do they you know, measure what, what enough? is enough? I don't know. Said said every person who ever had a drink. So we how do you measure uh, enough? So we changed exactly. it exactly. It's like you know, if you want to get a colonoscopy, and they're like, nope, you gotta wait till you're fifty. It's like your cancer cells sitting For, in your ass. Forty at watches, like no, we gotta wait two more years. Forty nine. Nope. No, no, you don't get nope, no fingers sorry, up your ass. Till you're, I don't make the rules. This is just how colonoscopies work. Right. You know, right. How do they measure enough? <laughs> cancer cells do not come alive until you're fifty. Um, exactly. <laughs> ask my dad. cares. Yeah, ask my dad that. Anyway, um, <laughs> uh, uh, what was I say? Oh yeah, and and just like uh, you know, COVID only comes out after ten o'clock, um, <laughs> or eleven o'clock at night. You know, we got we got to close the bars at eleven because uh, COVID comes out. You know, um, okay, whatever, guys. Is that is that how they were working it down there? Kind yeah, of, kind of stupid. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we weird. got you got to close the Stupid-ish. the bars. Like the shows and stuff have to stop at eleven. You can't have them past eleven because of COVID. And I'm going. First thing I thought was, why does the COVID monster come out? I don't understand. You know well, why? My because they listen to the band They stop at eleven because that's when like fucking. Everyone is drunk and doesn't give a shit at that point. Yeah, pretty much. So, pretty much. It's so, because you know, you're, at a, you're at a bar or something like that, and that's when people's like ripping off their masks, like they you're burning bras all of a sudden. <laughs> Fuck this, man! Fuck it! I'm exactly. gonna throw my shit in the garbage. Exactly. I don't care. COVID ain't nothing. I'm drinking exactly. my way to health. COVID ain't nothing. <laughs> Meanwhile, you know the poor elderly guys just like I'm a risk. I'm a risk. I'm a risk. I'm a yeah. risk. Yeah, Go exactly. to my happy place. Go to my happy place. Oh, jeez. Well, I'll be glad when this is all gone. I can tell you that, and things hopefully get back to some sort of semblance. Wow, order. man. We got we got four new variants out there. It ain't going nowhere. Oh, I, know. Oh, no, I, know. I hope it lasts for another year. I fucking love staying at home. <laughs> <laughs> Well, look, let me tell you, you know, it's cool that you can work from home. I can't work from home. I have to go into all this bullshit. People can drop some animals off at your house and you can. Yeah, you can wait. snip balls at home. 
Well, that's okay. true. I could, I could, but I'm not. You know, I, I mean, what do you think? How do you think you're going to keep your son in line as he gets older? That's true. That's right. <laughs> no, you see, look, him with it every look, you look, get. man. I, I'm, I'm, I'm telling you this like I told many, many, many other people. I'm glad I had a son because I only got to worry about one dick. You know, <laughs> if I had a daughter, you got to worry about all of them. Oh, um, oh yeah. So you know, I'm just worried about the one. <laughs> oh, God. Well, no, it's a. Uh, yeah, it's, someone asked me, uh, one of my colleagues was like, you know, like, oh, man, I can't wait till I have to, uh, we get to get back on campus. I was like, I am fucking fine. Yeah. <laughs> you know, look. Well, I am so fine teaching oh, it all. When I had COVID, all right, when I had it, I had to stay off of, I had to be home for two weeks. And right. then, um, actually, I was out of work for over a month because... We, this was the beginning. This was like the beginning. So no one knew the fucking stipulations on how far <laughs> apart. So my boss was like, look, let's just say you stay off for the rest of this month and then we'll go from there. I said, fine by me. I got so much shit done when I was at home. I wish. It's like now I'm getting shit done because I got all the courses rewritten and stuff right, like that. Right. So well, you had to, yeah, but you had to, you had to actually work though. I, I, you know, I was, yeah. I can't, you know, do anything. So I'm sitting at home going, all right. So I'm walking around with a fucking mask, making sure my kid and my wife aren't near me because they had to be off. So I was like, fuck. Yeah, you were at your happiest oh, at that time. Yeah, I was super no, happy. I was, I was just super like, happy. I have my, uh, you know, if I, it's like it's even better this semester because. Last semester and a year ago, it was there was a lot more video classes. Yeah. Now, yeah. now this semester it's like almost all online, so I just you know can work remotely with it, and I don't even have to turn a camera on. So it's like, you know, I yeah, I've graded about five projects. Time to go put on a load of laundry. <laughs> yeah, I've graded enough pro. I upgraded another three more projects. It's time for a muffin. Well, speaking of speaking of projects, speaking of muffins, you've been doing for a long, long speaking time is, is your is your book. How, how's how's the things going with that? Yeah, where's where's, oh, where's Matilla shit. been, man? <laughs> that thing, man. That's that, that's it. He got hit by COVID too because because uh, <laughs> yeah, just because uh, I had to do. It literally took me about six months to prep the classes that are going on for right now. Jesus, wow. And, you know, now they're like, you know, that they're at a stable point that all I got to do is, you know, tweak them here and there. I'm going to be tweaking them uh, a couple of them tomorrow, actually. So. Uh, so, yeah, it's like and the, the reason it took so long was because. I'm a smart monkey, like gotcha, I know how to aim before I throw poo. So, that's a nice analogy. That's the way I. That's the way I see it. Is it's just like everybody's like going fucking nuts, you know, putting their classes together and stuff like that. That's fine. I was going nuts too, but the work the I put so much work into it because my plan was I am not doing this one time and then that's just it. I intend right. to use these when we get into face to face classes too. So I'm building the material so that I can use it because it's not if it's when we get back to face to face. So. It took a lot of more work to do, but these classes are now set up that they're even better face to face than they were face to face. So, uh, so yeah, it took a little time to do. So I haven't been able. I'm just now back to a point where I can start working on the book again, and I'm at a. I think I've penciled the first 14 pages of the first chapter, 
So I'm at the, uh, I'm a little bit past the halfway point of the first chapter. Um, and uh, out of those 14 pages, I've done 10. No. <clears throat> yeah, I've done nine that are all like they're finished, flatted, shaded, lettered, and everything. Awesome. And uh, actually, even out of those 14, they're all lettered. And uh, I just finished one of the pages last night of the final shading and stuff like that. And yeah, so, uh, so yeah, I'm at a point now where I can actually say, Oh, well, I got a little time tonight. I'm going to be, I'm going to do it tonight that I'm going to work on some of the books. So, uh, so we're back on the, back on, back the on track again, huh? Right. Does, does working Not on like that... it doesn't take a long enough time for him to get out. <laughs> right. I had to take a fucking year off from it. <laughs> Jesus. Does, does working on that give you like a, um, Hard kind on, of a creative on. break on the other things too. I mean, does it? You know, it's like a, you know, sometimes a, a passion project can be a great distraction from regular working projects. I mean, does that? Does is that something that you consider that too? I mean, is it a, um, your it's a passion project you've been doing for quite a while, and uh, uh, but to to be able to go from that, like uh, you know, you're doing these sketches for the the movies and the other stuff like that, but be, to be able to go back to something you're doing yourself has got to be a breath of fresh air after a while. Yeah, because you know I don't have a boss when I'm doing my own stuff. <laughs> right. Sure. So you know, it's like don't get me wrong, I've worked with great you know great guys and girls on you know movie projects and stuff like that. You're welcome. So uh, you know, so it's a it's it's fun because you know it's like it's like being in the circus i mean to them i know it's their day-to-day job but like somebody coming in from the outside it's like wow this is so cool this is like being in the circus so uh it's a (laughs) but coming back to my stuff like if i'm writing a script or um, i'm writing you know or drawing a page or inking or coloring or whatever yeah it's just like there's it's a different kind of sense of relief that uh i don't have a boss you know, it's, I can, if I want this vision to go this way, then that's the way it's going to go. If I want to change it after I've done something, then I get to go change it. And, uh, yeah, I don't have to piss and moan about it or anything. You know? Right. Somebody, right. Sure. I work for somebody else and they're like, we need you to change this. I was like, yeah, sure. I'll change it. And then that phone hangs up. And I'm like, motherfucker, it was fine the way it was. <laughs> and then I change it. And then I, you know, say, oh, well, actually, yeah, they were right. It's actually better this way. You know, whenever we decide what we're going to fucking do, we need to get something done by you. We've gotten gotten shit done by a lot of people, man, but we we really need to get some art done by you, man. As long as I get to do it before Hemail does, then, you know. Of course. Of course. Because then forget it. You know, I can just, you know, just put down my pencils at that point. You know, if Travis beats me to something. (laughs) I well, say all this because I love Travis. All right, we know, and we know that. And I hope he loves, and I hope he, and I hope he listens, and he's just sitting there saying, "Motherfucker, this asshole, Ted, fucking <laughs> <Like an> asshole." <laughs> nah, man. Uh, so, uh, we definitely... yeah. I mean, last time we talked about something was uh, we wanted to do. We were thinking about doing an homage to uh, uh, X Men '94, uh, something like that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, where it's like you know the old the old guard and the new guard. Yeah, mixed so, together. Wow. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Rum's like, like, wow, I didn't hear about this. Yeah, yeah I'm like, I don't even remember this. Discussion. I remembered something about like it was going to be based off of Porky's. Well, that too. We can oh. do that. 
Who I remember that? Porky's. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I, I want I want uh, email to be Bueller Ballbreaker, <laughs> and and, <laughs> and I want. <laughs> <laughs> and and it has to be the shower scene where he's tugging on something. Of course. Yes. It's the only scene that you can draw this for. <laughs> <laughs> Me and Rum are, ske- was- are are trying to get out from underneath the shower thing while Lottie is getting his dick pulled on by Hemel. See, and, the, and I see it as like, you know, I mean, because <laughs> it was the movie, so they cut back and forth yeah. to each scene. But I'm thinking it's like, you know, we're the viewers, so it's like we are the wall. So we're looking right down the wall. So exactly. On one side, one side we see. That's exactly I what I was picturing. I want to draw where her feet braced up on the yes! wall. Like she's not even on the ground. Yes. She's pulling so hard. She's pulling with her feet braced off on the and, wall. And Adam has to be one of the, 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 the women in the shower scene. Like he's covering himself up like, oh, <laughs> like that. I'm you putting know? Yeah, the shower cap on him. Yeah, yeah. Thing. That'd yeah. be beautiful. That'd be great. <laughs> Fucking retarded. Creepy, creepy. It is. Hey, look. Creepy at all about that. Hey, look. It's it's no it's no worse than him being asked to draw the beast naked, looking at himself in a mirror. (laughs) There you go. I forgot. I forgot about that part. That's the whole. That was the whole gist. Because it's like you know, if I can draw nudes before Jesus, that's not bothering me. But it's just like that. How specific and how <laughs> she had totally thought this thing out. She had it in it's her like head. I'm sitting man. there saying, "Okay, you know, I'll fucking draw anything. I don't care." Now this is Ron. Ron like, Perlman's she's beast. masturbated to this scenario. Yes. Oh yes. I, I could totally tell. Well, the last Not time I got drawn in anything, either. I think the last time I got drawn in anything. I was the Titanic uh, was, song. Uh, <laughs> no, it's that uh, it's that three the three hundred thing, and I was oh, a yeah, yeah. guy in a wheelchair. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, like yeah. I was on myself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was that was uh yeah. that was hysterical, by the way. And I don't even know why that happened because we didn't have any control over that. That was all Adam. Everybody, everybody's bursting out when they've got like twelve packs, not six packs. They got twelve packs, <laughs> and there I am, <laughs> and Rose... like eating pudding in a wheelchair, <laughs> floating in the background with. Fucking flavor place clock around my neck. Like, what the fuck is this? No, I think what we could do, we could do something like uh, an homage to, you know, the first appearance of the Fantastic Four. Oh, yeah. That would be be cool. Yeah, that would be fucking fun. That would be a fun one, yeah. For sure. I don't know who you get to play the monster or something like that. I will figure it out. We'll figure it out. But yeah, that would be a cool one. Tim's um, dick or something. Yeah, by bursting out of the ground. Exactly, bursting out of the ground. And his I always dick thought of like has classic, got arms. Classic movie monsters too. I always thought that would be a cool one. Yeah, that'd be good. You know, monster mashish. You know, oh, I always yeah. thought that was cool. That'd be fucking awesome. And and you know, the the one person that I would definitely get to do something like that would be you, Ted. Oh yes. Because be awesome. you know, I I know that's kind of like your stick too. With you know, like you love that kind of stuff and would put a oh hell yeah, would put a real good spin on it. You know. Yeah, I, I love like, the classics. Yeah. It's like everybody's like, you know, fuck, you know, I'm just like stretching yawn. I'm going to watch a horror movie. Everyone's like, you know, damn, is that all you watch? I'll be on a minute. It's like, that's so, I can't, my favorite is when they're like, oh, that's, I can't watch that stuff. It's so scary. It's like fucking real life scary, man. Yeah, for real. That scares me. I know it's fake blood. I know it's a fake monster and it's done really, really well. What scares me? My wife dies. I don't know who I make the mortgage payment out to. Right? That's I know, I know what you mean, man. I know exactly. what you mean. It's just like, that fucking scares me. You know, yeah. my, 
That's what's, you know, my wife coming in one day and saying, I have had enough of your shit. That scares me. That's real life. Life is more yeah. scary than movies, buddy. Exactly. It's like, you know, a fucking werewolf barreling through people on a train. That is not scary. No, no, <laughs> no. It's very entertaining, though. It's entertaining. Exactly. It's just like, this shit doesn't scare me whatsoever. You know, it's, you know, that jump scares or whatever, but. You know, you you know how it's all made, and it's still it's just it's highly entertaining, and it's a great story, mm-hmm. and uh, and and you know it's like and that's that's what it is, but uh, now real life is a lot fucking scarier than. <laughs> like I tell my wife, I was like, so you know, it's like because she asks, you know, inevitably the same question. She's like, and I'm like, I said, sweetie, you know, if you pass before me, are you insured? Am I right? able to pay off the mortgage? And who's the mortgage made out to? I don't know any of these things. That's scary. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I always tell. All, all I can contribute to my wife is one day if I pass before she gets, she can't open up any pickles. Right. That's the only thing I know. Yeah, yeah. I'll be like, look, if when I die, she's my, my wife's like, what, what am I supposed to do when you die? What, what am I do with all this shit that you have? I said, you know what? Melt it down and make a coffin because you won't be able to afford it any other way. Yeah, you know, you know, my son's asked. He's like, I know you got a lot of these old comics and all these really cool, cool uh, original toys. What I what am I gonna do with it? I was like, I'm gonna be dead, son. What, <laughs> whatever the fuck you want, dude. Exactly. Like, you know, I told him I was like, you know, I you know schooled him. All. I was like, you can probably sell some of it, get something for it if you yeah. want to go through that trouble. Yeah. But for the most part, said yeah, all the Star Wars stuff take down to DC. And uh, and more fun comics. Yeah, make you some money. Uh-huh. So, and you're saying he, and, you know, and he he would gladly take them if you want to give it to him, take it. It's because you know he'd have fun restoring all of that kind of stuff. And you right, know, that's original shit. So I'm just like, yeah, whatever you want. I'm dead. What do I care? Yeah, and she she asked me says, when she asked me what am I supposed to do with all that stuff. Well, you know, honestly, that's not for you. It's for the kid. I said when I'm when, when I'm gone, that's his inheritance. If he wants to, <laughs> if he wants to sell it, because I mean, I dude, I got some stuff on the walls that are like you know five six hundred dollars a piece, you know, and yeah. it's like if you want to sell them, make your money. That's fine, you know. I'm cool with yeah. it. I'm gone. But exactly. if you want, yeah. if you want to keep it and go, hey, look, that was my dad's, you know, stuff. Exactly. That's yeah. cool too. You know, I'm cool with it, and that's why. Anytime I get since since he's been born, anytime I go and buy like uh like art from you or or for somebody. Always have him sign it to Wayne since my kid's name is the same thing. So when he gets nice. it, when he gets it, it's all to him already. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like awesome. autographed pictures that says the same thing. You know, it's all to Wayne. So it's pretty cool. Yeah. You know, so he'll, he'll have a big plethora of shit to go, Dad, why the fuck do you leave me all this crap? <laughs> yeah, but then when he starts going through it, he's going to he's gonna do like all of us do. And yeah. He'll be like, you know what? I'm going to hold on to this one. Yeah, exactly. So you got all this really cool stuff, and I just inherited a lot of guns. Well, that's that's cool too, <laughs> though. That's I got the... I got guns and cars. That's all I get. <laughs> Rats. Oh darn shucks! I'll trade yeah, you. Because, you know, when the zombie apocalypse comes, rum's prepared. Wayne's I'm throwing th- Funko Pops. Yeah, I'm throwing box. fucking plastic at people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my, my, I was talking to my dad since I'm down here, and I, I said. Uh, he looked at me and said, "Son, what do we what what do you want to do with all these guns?" I said, "Well, how many do we, we talking about?" And when and I hadn't started. I'm, That's I'm an restoring their question. Condo. Yeah, and I'm, I'm I'm restoring their condo. So he had all of his guns from Pennsylvania moved down here. He built a room that's basically like a safe. 
Oh. So like for a bank safe. Yeah. And we I opened it up and I opened the door and then he's putting in a combination and then we we walk in and I'm looking around it's like Jesus Christ, Dad. <laughs> I said I've got we've got family guns. He's got new guns. He's got crossbows. <laughs> I, I mean. All he's missed is like a gazorch and a slingshot. That's it. <laughs> you know, he's got everything in here. And I'm looking, I'm like, I don't half this stuff I think is illegal. I don't know what we're he says, Well, I used to get it just from people. I was like, Yeah, I know where you got it, Dad, but I mean, come on. Now like one box of ammunition cost me like a month's salary on right. some of this shit. But uh yeah, it just it's uh who the hell knows what I'm gonna do with it. But uh like I said, <laughs> a chain gun, I, Dad. Save it, dude. We need a yeah. chain gun. Signed by Gatling? Come on. <laughs> it's got an old hand crank to it and everything, really? <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Christ. You can hold man. the belt feed steady, right? He's the right height, right? <laughs> yeah, I'll get Wayne's kid to do it. He's like, oh, this. Exactly. Yeah, for he real. Perfect He'll... height, just rested on his head and it just feeds <laughs> yeah, I can, I can get him one. He can dress like a Rambo one year for Halloween. That'd be awesome. <laughs> Oh, it'd be beautiful, dude. He'd love that. Just cover, baby, just cover him in baby oil with the red band <laughs> head and you know, with the black pants and the machine gun, and he could walk around. Oh. That'd be awesome, oh, man. Because yeah, you got to be shiny if you're gonna be that. So no, you put you put For the real. fake muscle blow up suit on him, and then you oil back. <laughs> yeah, he yeah. Went, yeah. I used to have that Incredible Hulk one. Remember the old Incredible Hulk one they had them for kids? Yeah, yeah, the, the, yeah, the big that, one. Yeah, man, I had that. You had to blow it up yourself. You look like you're trying to inflate your vest to get out of an airplane. Yeah, you look terrible. Crashes. It was terrible. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was it was silly as fuck, but yeah. Yeah, but yeah, see, you oil up the fake muscles because if you just go out with a kid oiled up, that looks a little creepy. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you'd be like, Especially how did the phone call in the middle of it? Like, what are you doing? I'm oiling up my son. Yeah, hold on. Exactly. I gotta... Exactly. I can see. <laughs> Wayne, what are you doing? I'm oiling up Wayne. And you hear, whoop, whoop. What? What's that? The police are here. What? <laughs> well, then the question should be, it's like, little which Wayne, little Wayne yes. are we talking about? Your son or your other little Wayne? <laughs> right. So, yeah, no shit. I'm going to be exactly. busy for a few minutes. Because that other one's probably pretty supple. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh, hate, hate is flowing through me. I'm going to get you a shirt for Christmas this year. It's going to say Supple Wayne. Oh, that, I'll wear the fuck out of it, dude. I will. <laughs> I will wear Make sure it's got an arrow pointing down. Exactly. Like uh, my wife wants me to make a shirt because we went up to um, – to uh, Riot Fest in uh, Chicago to go see the second Misfits reunion shirt. Fuck you. Show. Oh, cool. Oh, dude, it was fucking amazing. I, lo and, I love uh, you, but fuck you, man. I want I wanted to go to one of those shows so fucking bad, dude. Well, actually, the one I wanted to go to was when they played Madison Square Garden. Well, yeah, yeah. Such a fucking awesome lineup at that show. That was like, that's a nice old school punk show, you know. The, uh, but we went to the... Um, uh, one of the second, their second one in Chicago. Yeah, and uh, fuck, everywhere we walked, Levy, <laughs> and we're walking. Someone yells Lemmy, and my wife just spins around. He's not fucking Lemmy. Lemmy's fucking dead. Yeah, for real. <laughs> and wait, you hear from the different difference? Oh, bro. 
<laughs> it's like they got the harsh reminder that Lemmy's dead. Oh like, man, oh. you're right, bro. Fuck. Fuck. I forgot. Oh man. <laughs> so uh, she wanted me to make a shirt for her that says on the back, uh, uh, like he on the back it says he's not Lemmy, and on the uh, on the front he's not Lemmy, and on the back, uh, and I'm not Lemmy's wife. <laughs> <laughs> That's beautiful. Oh. Uh. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Jesus Christ, man. Yeah, but uh, you no, know, it, it's what happens, dude. When you when you got that when you know you got that look, people are gonna fucking call you out on it, there, Ted. Oh, yep. dude, you you've been around me on shows. Oh, yeah, dude. Wayne, like, Wayne was getting dude, it on Facebook like a little bit ago. What the fuck? Yeah, Wayne was getting uh, Fred Durst. Oh yeah, that, that was picture. that was hysterical. <laughs> I had uh, I had found a picture of uh, me and my son at um what was it fucking uh, Waffle House. It was his Waffle first. House. It was the first time he's ever been to Waffle House. Right, he was a little bitty kid. He's probably like one, and a uh, one or two at the time. And uh, I was wearing a um, M Hog hat, but the hat was red. And we only had Backwards. like we only had like ten of these or five of these red hats made. And uh, I had one. I was wearing it backwards, and I kept getting people. I thought Fred Durst was with your baby. (laughs) I was like, "Yeah, okay, yeah, boy, you know it." (laughs) Me and Fred Durst are partners. He was babysitting for me. (laughs) That's funny. He's a little short-handed on some work right now. Right, so, right, uh, and and all he could afford was fucking Waffle House, so he took my kid to Waffle House. Well, I mean, I mean, all he had was lately was that Carmax commercial. Yeah. Three dollar bill, lady, y'all. Lady, lady turns at the car, Carmax, and the Limp Biscuit CD was stuck inside. Oh yeah, I remember that. Yeah, that was funny. <laughs> I was like, I was out with a friend once, and they were um, <laughs> we were actually. True story, uh, I picked up a friend of mine, Jack, and we were driving uh, to go see the first Iron Man movie when it come out. Nice. And so we're at a stoplight, and this car pulls up next to us, and it's filled with, like, a bridal party. And they're, they're like, honking their horn and screaming, and I finally look over, and they're like, wow, fucking Brett Michaels. (laughs) (laughs) And so I'm sitting there, and my friend Jack is, like, he's pissing himself. He's laughing so hard. I look over and I was like, I said, yeah, because Brett Michaels would be out on a Wednesday night in New Orleans in a fucking junker of a Mustang. That's that's what Brett Michaels is up to. That's what he does. That's about as far as he gets right now, you know? Oh, my God. It's like this was like during when he was doing Rock of Love. So he like he wasn't hurting at that time. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just like, really? That's what that's where that's that's what Brett Michaels is up to on a Wednesday night. <laughs> I had I, I'll never forget the the worst ID thing that ever happened. Not to me, but a friend of mine. I was sitting with him, and he was a guitarist in my band at the time. And these ladies come up to him and look at, him, and they've been they've been eyeballing older women. They're looking at him, looking at him. And we were in our twenties at the time. I was like, those ladies are really checking you out, dude. And he said, really? I said, yeah. I said, well, they finally get enough nerve after we were sitting at like an Applebee's. So it must have been a happy hour and they were drinking their pina coladas. And they finally come walking over and uh, look at him and go. And he looked, I got to say, he looks nothing like this. But I let him know that he did because it was hysterical. Because you look just like Billy Joel. (laughs) And I was like, Billy Joel now? Or she's like, yeah. I was like. You're an old fat guy, dude. <laughs> you look like Darth Vader without his helmet. Right, 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 right. Oh, that's so flattering. Thank you. Thank you. So yeah. For like uh-huh. years after that, we just kept calling him Piano Man. 
it's so, so good. Mad. Oh, I introduced so good. him on stage as the piano man, Rick Olson, and uh, it was hysterical. <laughs> I'd be like, thank you, uh, precious, and walked away. Oh, man. Oh. I, was, uh, I think my worst one was um, I was at a bathroom, like uh, at a bar or something like that, and so you're all standing at the urinals and shit like that. Already so, yeah, I stroll in. Bad. What? Already starting off bad. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, you know. <laughs> Some guys looking at you and goes, wow, you look just like no, Sammy Hagar. Uh, some guy at the urinal next to me is like drunk. And I'm talking like the really good drunk where he's like swaying. Oh, nice. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Those are my favorite. Oh, yeah. They're, they're, it's, nothing but fun for me can happen when a drunk is swaying comes I, walking by. I have been there many times. Anyway, go ahead. <laughs> so, so this guy, he's like standing next to me and he's like looking at me. He's like looking at me. And then he, all of a sudden he turns and faces me. He's like, dude, oh. you fucking Al Jurgensen. I'm pissing next to Al Jurgensen. Then I had to take a couple of steps back. I was just like, don't piss on Al Jurgensen. <laughs> dude, don't cross the streams. You don't have to cross the streams. Oh, my God. That's hysterical. You're fucking Al uh, Jurgensen. Speaking of, speaking of crossing the streams, uh, your opinion on the new Ghostbusters movie? Uh, I like it. I think it's, you know, I mean... We're talking about, like, say, The Mandalorian. Mm-hmm. And, and The Mandalorian has a lot of these elements. It's telling brand new stories, but it's got the same elements, looks, feels, homages, and the right amount of doses that it makes us feel like I feel like I'm watching Star Wars Episode Five all over again. Yeah. Gotcha. Gotcha. That's the kind of feel that I've got from the Ghostbusters movie. It made me feel like that it's 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 got the same kind of vibe and same kind of feel, you know. Now the whole thing with like you know Egon's kid, I think that's a little hysterical. <laughs> yeah, that Egon that Egon got busy too. Thank you very much. Yeah, by yeah. time, by time. No, I was I was absolutely shocked because I didn't realize what trailer I was watching. I was just on YouTube and I had right. you know upcoming trailers and I was like what is this? And I was like, who is this? And I'm like, Ecto. Oh my God. It's another, <laughs> it's another Ghostbusters movie. I was like, wow, man, well, that's, that's just really m- cool. My favorite part of the whole thing is the fact that they, they're trying to make it where, uh, the, uh, the, the lady Ghostbusters is not even part of the world. It's not Canon. Yeah. And it's just, it's like, and you know, star Wars has a similar thing. And it's, it's yep. one of those things of that, they learn the hard way. Right. You know, because it costs money and it co- I'm sure it costs some people some jobs too, but oh, yeah. it costs reputations. And that it's that, you know, that that old they were thought they were going at a lot of things with the and I wanna say um what's his name that was doing Rain uh was doing the um the Star Wars, Star Wars, Wars. shit. Oh, he was say, he was basically saying, Yeah, the old fan base, no, you gotta build something for the new fan base. And that's nope. that's a fatal that's a fatal error because in in Wayne here is is a prime example of it. You know, my brother, uh brother in law, he's a prime example of it. And that is that old fan base passes it on to their generation. Right. Right. Absolutely. You know, they're sitting down. This is like, I'm now going to show you Star Wars. Click. And so that the, the thing that excited us about those movies and stuff like that is also going to excite 
the 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 kids and so that fan base isn't going away anytime soon no it's growing it's okay to build new things and stuff like that but you can't you can't blatantly ignore the old stuff and just think oh we're just gonna uh uh you know turn them all a different gender turn them just different races <laughs> or whatever that's you know people fan, uh, I've, I've said it a lot of times you know nerds are they're smarter than you're giving them credit for the movie audience in general is smarter than you give them credit for 100 percent. and uh yeah it's it's it didn't fail because a lot of people you know didn't see it or whatever it failed because you were being really kind of insulting to that audience yeah they were kind yep, of ba- bas- they were basically saying oh yeah you know guys fuck you guys i'm gonna do what i want you're not gonna get you're not gonna get what you've been waiting for for x amount of many years you're gonna get this yeah and it's it, to me it, it's it goes deeper in terms of you know i'm all about do what you want to do in terms of that you know like it's 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 like jaws you know jaws the movie was nothing like jaws the book and jaws the book was nothing like the actual events that he based it off of so i get that that's that's cool that's fine but again you still can't completely ignore that that fan base and you can't recycle it to them they're not gonna like recycled right no and and that's you know where you're saying you know screw you we're not going to give you what you want we are, everybody is all open for new. We want yes. to see something new, you know, but if all you're doing is just what is obviously gimmicks, then mm-hmm. yeah, no one's going to, no one wants to see that kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, that's one thing I'm finding with one series I'm watching right now, which is um, just because it was, it's Batgirl. Yeah. I started watching the Batgirl. I, I, I thought it was great, but I, I remember the Batgirl comics that I grew up with, and this is so not the background I know. Right. So it's just kind of weird to me. I don't yeah, know, it's weird with comics that way. It's a lot of differences. Yeah, it's an yeah. audience. It, it's it's challenging to write to multiple audiences. It so, is. So, um, and I think Favreau really kind of nails it in terms of he kept it very very focused. At no time did you not know you were being told a totally different story. Right. Mm-hmm. But. What made, like, say, episode five so enjoyable was that, you know, it was, there was a lot of, you know, Kurosawa in it. And the nerds knew who Kurosawa was. Right. But the general populace didn't know what it was. So it's just, it's like one of those things of, you know, those, those elements, the Magnificent Seven and stuff like that, they work because they're great story and great tropes. And you can put mm-hmm. your own spin to them and everything like that, and, and tell your own story. But uh, yeah, you can't you can't basically just say, okay, we're changing the wrapper, and uh, and going to tell you it's new candy, and you're going to love this candy <laughs> when you're like, this is the same old fucking candy. What are you talking about? Yeah, yeah, that's right, man. You're right. You're so right. Oh, well, he gets to go down in history as being, as being one of the one of the worst Star Wars directors of all time. So it's okay. I'm good. Uh, sure. I'm good with that. I'm good with that. Um, but Ted, tell these fucking yes. people where they can find your artwork and and come see your stuff and look at your book and you do all that good stuff. Search my name online, and the cool. first thing that comes up is my website. Apparently, there's still only one Ted Wally on the planet with two D's. <laughs> and then you go down a couple of links down, and you'll get to the porn stuff. Yeah, either either one is good. I mean, you know, it's all good. Yeah, got yeah, girl on guy. Guy on so guy, cool. all the guys on Laddie. 
Ted Willie is his is his porn name. <laughs> oh god. But yeah, you just uh, search my name tedwally.com. Uh, you can buy my books from there. Or you can read them for free on webtoons. You can read from free on Tapas. Um, and if you like them enough, buy one and uh, uh, you can order commissions from me from my website. You can purchase original artwork from the books, the the pages from the website. You know, Hell yeah! Much everything. Go Birch, support all that kind of good stuff. Go support Ted. He's a fucking great dude. As you sat down and listened to us talk about a bunch of <laughs> rambling craziness. Uh, well, that's the way it goes. Yeah, Ted, yeah, dude. Yeah, we, I don't know where the I don't know. I know how the ride starts. I know how the ride ends. <laughs> I don't know what happens in between the beginning and the end of the ride. It's so. always fun though. Lots it's always fucking fun though. Exactly. So. Uh, so yeah. All right. Uh, so we're gonna make it's always rambling. Like we're, this. we're gonna make plans, awesome, Ted. Man. We're gonna make plans. I'm gonna I'm gonna message you as soon as we get off of this thing, and I'm gonna book you again on the show. But we're gonna do it in April because that's the less the how far we are with booking people. <laughs> so you're gonna be back in April. So everybody, listen up for Ted coming back, and we're gonna talk some more smack about Star Wars and other people. And we need to get Martin Flanagan back on here. Oh, we will. Mark Flanagan will be on the show. Actually, we should get him on with you. Yes, definitely. That would be a really that, good show. That would be great. But but you know, Mark lost his power because he cut his hair. He did. So. He did, and now he looks like he's from Depeche Mode. I was gonna say he looks yeah. like he looks like a like a, a James Dean wash up. No, someone yeah. had posted up a gif of Morrissey. Oh, that's even better. Yeah, there you go. That's <laughs> I was, it. I was gonna post up. I was like, dude, I loved your I loved your work on uh, music for the masses. <laughs> but uh, someone posted up this gif of Morrissey singing. I was just like, I deleted my comment because I was just like, that's that's funnier than anything I nailed it. <laughs> Done. <laughs> Why? Well, anyway. So uh, yeah, that would be freaking, I think, awesome. And and plus, you know, just to catch up with him, man. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, that great. We'll definitely hook that up. I'll, I'll make sure it happens. Make sure it yeah, happens. I'm all for that. But uh, if, you know, if his hair won't let him, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> But anyway, because like, you know, I, I I can totally see him not having his camera on because he's got you know his little shower cap on protecting his curls. Right, he's got to fix his. He's got to he's got to do his little hair before that, you know. Yeah. He's got his net on and stuff, you know. Yeah, but he, I understand. He's, he's got his rollers in. To roll in grease, so it's yeah, that's right. Roll, that's he's right. Got his hair rollers in, so he's got the curl going. I get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Being that pretty, he takes some maintenance. Yeah, he is. Uh, tell me about it, Ted. Tell me about it. <laughs> Oh, you boys and your prettiness. <laughs> oh. oh, my God. Well, all right, guys. Again, thank you, Ted, for joining us on this show, man. We'd love to have hey, you. Like I said, we're going to have you back love soon. Love it. Missed it. And before we sign off or yes. anything like that, yes. I just want to, you know, again, put it out. In the, I've told you, Wayne, but just to put it out in the universe, I am so proud of you guys being booked all the way to April. Oh, thank you, and man. And how far y'all gone, how many episodes y'all have gotten under the belt. And it's just... I still listen to it when y'all post up, and just it doesn't get stale. It's always still entertaining, but I'm so proud of you guys sticking with it and making it what it is now. Thank you, dude. We well, appreciate it, Thank you so it, much, man. Dad. It means a lot. Yeah, dude, it does. Nah, you, it does. You, you, I always respect the good work, man, and you guys put it all in, and Adam passed the torch, and y'all took it and ran with it, and y'all are just as much of a local institution here as anything. Y'all wow. are a staple at all the shows. Uh, y'all are staples at concerts, you know, the indie shows and stuff. So, yeah, you guys have busted hump, and I'm proud of y'all. Ah, thanks, thanks, dude. man. Thank mean, that means a fucking lot, dude. Really, it does. 
We appreciate it. Um, okay. All right. Don't get all sappy. I'm, I'm going to cry. I'm going to cry. <laughs> Let me wait. Hold on. So, guys, uh, uh, again, thank you all for joining us. Um, I, 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 I was your host, Wayne. I got the vapors. <laughs> I'm the rub guy. And, and you know this gentleman and over here. And don't get all fried green tomatoes on me. Uh, and, 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 and thank you again, Mr. Ted. On me. And, and, and remember, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, to keep it. Keep it. Keep it. Keep it. Hey, this is Skylar Stone, actor, comedian, uh, and rim job giver after 13 rums or more. Uh, listen, when I'm not giving rim jobs because I drank too much rum, uh, I listen to the M-Hog podcast. Some say M-H-O-G, I say M-Hog. Why? Because, mm-mm-mm, look at that hog. Go ahead and run. Run home and cry to mama. Get the fuck out. Okay, then. That's it. <laughs>